0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, April 20th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. It's not a few bad apples. The Washington Post makes that much clear this week in a series on the mishandling of evidence in high-stakes criminal cases and then the mishandling of the legally required notifications of those errors to defense counsel. Tim Lynch, director of the Cato Institute's Project on Criminal Justice, comments.
1: This week, the Washington Post has a remarkable series on forensic science and the disclosure that the Department of Justice has uh, discovered problems with many of its criminal cases due to faulty science and their stunning uh, finding is that hundreds of people may be in prison around the United States based upon faulty forensic science That, uh, which means that innocent people, potentially hundreds of innocent people may be in prison or uh, serving
0: lifelong parole uh, uh, due to faulty science and wrongful convictions. And it's important to note how many levels of failure there are here. You have the faulty science to begin with in, in achieving convictions. Then you have the review process executed by the Justice Department of these cases when, it, when they were made known to the Justice Department, and then their failure to adequately notify people, uh, especially defense attorneys. And then there's another failure that is prosecutors are supposed to give to defense attorneys exculpatory evidence even after the, after the trials have concluded.
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, and that's one of the um – the 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 headline of this series with the post is like uh, this veil of secrecy surrounding this information. We know that uh, there's been faulty science. There's been exaggerations in the courtrooms by lab technicians and lab chemists. But then how do we act on this information if it's kept secret? Uh, The prosecutors are part of the problem. They're the ones that prosecuted the case that relied on this faulty evidence in order to put people in prison. Notifying them that there were problems in their own cases is not a very good way of correcting the problem. So, getting it into the hands of defendants and their attorneys is key to correcting. Uh, injustices for those innocent people who may still be in prison, but the information was too often kept uh, in close hands within the Department of Justice or in the hands of prosecutors, and uh, and so for so these problems could not only continue for the individual cases, but it meant that the same type of problem could continue in our courtrooms. And it's very uh, interesting that we only know about it now because of this Washington Post series. They've kind of uh, uh, exposed the problem. Uh, uh, the Department of Justice had the information and did not act on it, so it's really quite a scandal.
0: Within uh, criminal cases, there is a joke referred to uh, uh the joke is a dark one. It refers to the Michael Nifong exception, that is the per legal price paid by one prosecutor for uh, failing to disclose exculpatory evidence in a uh, in, in the appropriate way. But it's hard to argue at this point. I, I think that this is a case of a few bad apples. The error rate in just notifying this is after we've dealt with the issue of faulty science. The error rate was above 50% in terms of getting these notifications to the right people.
1: Right. And the Post series does a good job of that. They point out that some prosecutors, once they learned of the injustice, uh, quickly and promptly notified defense counsel and defendants. But it wasn't done in all the cases. And the, the government uh, assured us over and over again when these scandals first came to light about problems in the FBI lab that they were going to do the exhaustive review, that there was going to be a full accounting. So they gave all these public assurances. These are the things we wanted to hear. Like everybody understands that humans make error, but it's then you have to act on that to correct it. So they told us what we wanted to hear. And yet years later, we find out that not all the prosecutors did it. And too often, uh, the information didn't get into the into the hands of the right people. One other point that the Post, I think, makes very well is that the average person just has no idea how vulnerable all of us are to this type of thing. They're, they talk about cases where somebody was at home one evening with their girlfriend, with a, uh, a friend, you know, a neighbor over at the house and some relatives, and that's where they were on the evening in question. Uh, so you think you'd have a solid alibi case against uh, accusations of a crime that happened that particular evening. But you have no idea how powerful – Uh, This type of evidence is you may have all these witnesses, but if somebody comes to court and says they're a lab technician from the Federal Bureau of Investigation and they have a match between one of your hairs and the crime scene. That type of evidence is going to weigh very heavily with the jury, and they're just going to think your friends and neighbors were lying to protect you. Why else would your hair be at the scene of a horrific crime? So people – suddenly innocent people find themselves in this nightmare scenario where they've got these FBI technicians saying that they have scientific evidence that proves they were at the crime scene. So this is how – people find themselves in jail for things that they didn't do.
0: And in at least one case, uh, one person was executed. That is, there's very little recourse at that point.
1: Absolutely not. That's why uh, lawyers say death is different because it's it's irreversible, obviously. And even when evidence comes to light – You know nothing can be done, and in in that case, uh, in the 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 articles uh, written by the Post reporters say that the prosecutors knew that questions had been raised about the analysts who testified in that death penalty case, and yet they did not act on the information and call for a delay in the execution until things could be examined more closely to see if there were problems in the case. They let the the uh, 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 death. Uh, penalty case uh, continue, and now we learn about it years later.
0: Tim Lynch is director of the Cato Institute's Project on Criminal Justice. You can learn more about the project at our website, cato.org.